Hi everyone, it's Jason and welcome to the JC Weather Podcast. It's Sunday, October 29th and we had a tale of two weekends, so to speak. Yesterday was quite nice. We had a good deal of sunshine and temperatures were near 80 degrees. Imagine that. Now today... We had more than a dose of reality. We had a cold front come through last night, and today we were in the low 50s, and we had showers running about because a wave of low pressure was running along that cold front stalled to our south. So we've got big changes in general coming up this week. This front is going to continue to affect the area Monday. Then it is eventually, after coming back north as a warm front and diving back south as a cold front, we're going to see a much colder air mass spread across the eastern U.S. It's going to be almost winter-like these next few nights. We're going to see lows in the 30s and maybe even some 20s in some of the more um, outlying parts of Suffolk. So we'll be watching for some nights that could see patchy frost. And we're also going to be looking at this big full latitude trough crossing the area Tuesday into Wednesday. Now, it is positively tilted and it is moving progressively. So even though there will be a shortwave moving through it and we are going to see low pressure develop off the southeast coast, we think this is going to get kicked out to sea. It's possible that it could come close enough to brush eastern areas with a few showers on Wednesday. Those would be rain showers, but we don't think so. And that trough is going to lift out Thursday and Friday, and the flow is going to go back to being more zonal. So for Monday, it's cloudy and breezy. We've got a 40% chance of showers through the day. Highs are going to be right around 60, and lows will be in the low 40s. Now, once that cold front comes through, Tuesday is going to be a whole different world. We're looking for sunny skies. Highs will just be in the low 50s. And we'll see lows in the low 40s, and it will be cooler in the outlying areas at night. And for Wednesday, call it mostly cloudy. That's the day we're going to have low pressure offshore. We'll call it mostly cloudy. Highs are not going to get out of the 40s on Wednesday. And we'll see lows in the upper 30s. And Thursday, the sun will be back, but highs are going to only be in the low 50s. And we'll see lows Thursday night in the upper 30s. Now, Friday, we will start to turn the corner on this on this chilly air mass. We'll see the flow go back to being more zonal. And we'll see high pressure in the midsection of the country gradually start to move east and set up a return flub. So Friday, it's going to be mostly sunny, and we'll see highs getting into the upper 50s, and we'll have lows in the mid 
40s. So as Halloween goes, it's going to be a chilly Halloween, but it is going to be a dry Halloween. And we are starting November this week. So it is a great time to talk about what's going to be going on with regards to winter. So looks like we already have a pretty solid grasp on what's going on with the atmosphere. Going into a strong El Nino, at least according to the NOAA, and just take, without taking anything else into consideration, that would generally mean for warmer and more moderate temperatures. Less warmer days with temperatures over 70, but less very cold days with sub-freezing temperatures. We'd have a lot of Pacific air running around. As for precipitation, that can go either way in an El Nino winter. Though above average precipitation is slightly more likely. So how, with regards to how much of that is going to be snow, strong El Ninos generally favor less snow. But there have been, there have been seven strong El Ninos since 1950, and during most of them, Central Park received below average snowfall, our average being about 25 inches. And the winters that did not get above average snowfall got that snow through one or two large snowstorms. Also, there is, um, there is some cool water stretching from the Baja Peninsula towards Hawaii, sort of left over from the La Nina. So that may, that may, that may slow down the effects of the El Nino a little bit. That may, may make this replicate more of a, um, a moderate El Nino. So something, uh, one of a few things to iron out. Now, also the CFS climate models, they're not completely consistent with strong El Nino. Um, they do show generally higher pressure over New England and southeastern Canada. So that indicates that we're going to have blocking and Arctic high pressure systems in that area. So that would favor the more frequent occurrences of cold and dry conditions. So we're going to have to see how this shakes out. Also, we have the Pacific Decadal Oscillation to look at. And that's negative and likely to remain negative this winter. And climatologically speaking, that goes with warmer temperatures across the eastern U.S. and colder temperatures in the west. And this takes longer to fluctuate, hence the term decadal. But it's been negative since 2018, and that could explain why Few of uh, most of the past, most of the winters over the past five years have seen, have seemed subpar, with the exception of 2021. So, I'm gonna go with, we're gonna go with the premise with um, temperatures 
basically working out to be seasonable, some cold and warmth, but not too much of either extreme. And I'm going to go for above average snowfall. This could be a year where we wind up with 30 to 40 inches of snow in Central Park. So I know I unboxed a lot during the course of the podcast. This forecast can also be read at JC Weather NYC in Long Island. Please come on over and do that. And follow us on Patreon at JC Weather.